Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Wow. What's happening? Good evening. Good, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Kayana, hey, yes, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Carrie, hey, hey, hey. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm in, we in here. We in here. We in here. Yeah, indeed. Nah, I wasn't eating it. Sitting rolls. Nah, nah. Martina, morning. Morning. I knew it. I was waiting for someone to make a video on slide question, right? <laughs> Wait, and nothing. I think they, I saw good. It's all good. So I listen, this stuff is important to them. I don't, I don't give a damn about this shit, you know, so I don't trip. I don't trip. Day Jermaine, what's happening? Once again, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. 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 So, whoo, um, Jennifer, hey, good evening. I know it's late over there for y'all. What is it? 11 PM? 1130? Man, listen, listen. To, he he dragged him through all nine levels of hell. Oh my goodness! Uh, I was just. I, I'm not listen. I'm not gonna do all that extra stuff. Johnny, be good. What's happening? Thank you for becoming a member. I appreciate it. I don't even have to go in. I'm gonna let the the found one of the. I'm gonna let O'Shea's words. Yeah, I'm saying I'm going to let O'Shea tell y'all. Okay, I'm going to let O'Shea in his own words tell y'all. Now, we've all talked about the politics behind the scenes. Some of us were privy to it. Some of us were not. Um, It's all politics. It's all picking and choosing. Basically, you know, who's going to be the next leader and out of his own mouth. I'm surprised no one really caught that or no one's really making a big deal out of it. I know AM1 caught it. Um, I know Ty City caught it, but. I want y'all to understand how deep, even though this is like YouTube to y'all, but I need y'all to understand how deep this this thing goes with with these guys. It's it goes stupid. Yeah, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I see it. I see. I see it. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to bring him up, but God, I'll get. Let's do this. Let's do this. Once again, I want everybody to understand how deep the politics in that space goes, how petty and childish, ego-driven, egocentric, thirsty, power-hungry it really, really is, okay? All right? Man, listen. Hey, it's not my words, so let's go to the first. Well, first things first, let's do this. Now, once again... Every, every quarter, every quarter O'Shea leaves, okay? 
every quarter O'Shea leaves the space. Okay. Every quarter O'Shea leaves the space. So let me do this. I'm just going to leave this up here. Okay. For y'all to, to look at. Okay. I'm going to leave this up here for y'all to look at. So we're going to go with our first clip. These are O'Shea's words. I want y'all to understand how deep the Manosphere politics goes. Fair use snitches. Fair use. You ready? Let's go. I'm here to make, you know, no excuses for that. You know what I'm saying? Because typically in the Manosphere, in the black Manosphere, it's always been politics. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. Pay attention. You're going to learn something today. If you didn't know how bad it was behind the scenes, cat fighting, basically, you're going to learn today. Let's go. If you want to jam a nigga up, and I'm that kind of nigga, you know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers I jam up, and they'll never be on a YouTube video. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel, I feel, and I had to say that too. I said, well, he did build this with Obsidian, so I, I really can't expect him to go in on it. But I'm glad you called in, my brother. I, I really appreciate you calling in to clear the air, man. You all fuck on only you real niggas. I really fuck. You know, we from the same place. You know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, if I'm gonna call in, then you are gonna be real. And nigga, I'm not even really perfect. I mean, I make, I, you know, like I'm biased. I can be biased like anybody else. I take L's or W's like anybody else. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, the mental sphere and the city, we've been diametrically opposed. For, for a while, you know what I'm saying, on a lot of different stuff. Don't mean that, you know, I don't got love for the brother, because I do, look what we, look the community we came with, you know what I mean, but, um, and some of that shit, like, I didn't join the black manosphere at the end of the day, defending some white lady who, you know, we find out now, don't believe in reparations and all that. I just want everybody to understand how deep the politics goes and and who they try to bring in front of you. Uh, at at the, the first part of this black boule manosphere, I told y'all they'd be picking and choosing what they want to put in front of you. It's no different than you see in politics, TV, film, industry, finance, anybody you see in front of you, they're there for a reason. This is no different at all. It's a, it, 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 this is no different. But once again, these are his words. He done <laughs> told the business. All right, let's go. Type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, at a point, and then, you know, I did a lot of the work for years in the black man. I, mean, I brought in a lot of guys. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I did a lot of interviews. You feel me? And who's this dude, Corey Carpenter? Man, like, shut up, dude. You broke anyway, nigga. identification pause break once again pay attention he spills all the beans i have three clips this is clip number one because we got to be behind the scene nobody know that though yeah you know what I'm, yep. so I'm not gonna go out there and make a video i'm not really fuck with this nigga right now so you got to deal with the, with the thing from your community you got to deal with what these niggas are saying and what they do call it out like look man you know man why you make that video or why you doing x y and z or whatever or same thing with me you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day Here's a situation without dissing up speaking or calling me names. That shit I don't fuck with. And a lot of niggas think like him, right? So I can't be on the mission that I'm trying to be on. And at the same time, being aligned with, you know what I'm saying? It seems like a lot of niggas who, I won't say they hate black people, man, but 
you know, that's what it seems like. And and, and um, so I couldn't really rock with that, especially, you know, being African-American and, you know, him him bringing, you know, interviewing white supremacists. He did that shit about four years ago. I didn't really like that. I didn't like that shit, man. I don't like that. So that's why I said I had to stop fucking with it. Now, as, as much as niggas want to say, um, you know, you let this white chick in the building, right? Here's something I'm going to tell you about that, uh, Red. You still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, brother. Okay, now this is his defense of how it's not his fault, basically, how he didn't prop Pearly up, but his constituents, his contemporaries did. Everybody gave the green light to do so, but let's go, let's let it hear from O'Shea's mouth. So, number one, when Kevin died, there was a void to be filled, right? Mm. Okay. I'm going to play it at regular speed because I want everybody to get this. I'm going to play it at regular speed because I want everybody to understand what is about to be said right here. Okay. Mm. Now, y'all, I'm, I'm going to admit something right now. Only one person got it. All right. When Kevin died, we needed somebody else to fill the gap. Okay. Here we go. Let me tell you exactly who I tried to get to fill the gap. You know who it was? Who's that? One person. It was Dennis Furlan. Let's keep going. So, that's why you see me deferring to Dennis Furlan all the time. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, when Kevin passed away, we needed somebody else. The person I was pushing was Dennis. So even when we had Kevin Stanley's memorial, it was on Dennis shit. Once again, everything by design. I hope y'all paying attention. I hope y'all paying attention. I kind of feel bad for Kevin Samuels now because I almost feel like he didn't see this coming. I almost felt, you know, back in the old, old days when you were the king, a lot of times the king got sacrificed. You understand? A lot of those old societies, it was a death sentence to become the king because they would knock you off. Okay, the priest would give the word when your time was up. Okay, I need y'all to pay attention to this. Let's continue. And that was because also the family wanted that, but this was the guy I wanted to be the new leader. Because I didn't want to be the leader no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I was still doing all that administration shit. So I said, hmm, well, you know, Kevin asked me to, you know, help Dennis, and me and Dennis is cool. So let's make Dennis the leader. Then Dennis. So let's make Dennis the leader. But it gets worse. Oh, you think this is bad? Oh, no, no, no. It gets worse. Let's go. The um, the issue with Dennis, Dennis was pretty much his information was diametrically opposed to what Kevin was doing. You know what I'm saying? So Dennis was more or less like, let's leave Black America and 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 our you know lead this kind of you know passport bros more or less. Kevin was the opposite, so that really didn't work. Yeah, like that. You know. What I'm saying? Oh, I had to get my brother back on the phone. The phone line hung up. We're gonna get him on. Okay, that's clip number one. Y'all paying attention? Class is in session. Once again, this guy here. This guy here. These are not my words. These are his words. Let's continue. So Dennis was the next person, right? So then I'm like, all right. You know, seemed like, you know, Dennis, Dennis, he a lawyer, right? So, you know, this YouTube shoot is full time. So the next person. You'll have, I guarantee nobody would guess who he's who he's going to name next 
for who he wanted to be the next leader. I can sit here for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, and none of y'all would guess who O'Shea wanted to be the leader since Dennis didn't, didn't work out. I guarantee you would never guess. I guarantee you would never guess. But let's continue. I'm not going to make you wait. But I thought that was popping was, you'll never guess the next person. It's Austin Holloman. Austin Holloman. The socially awkward, thirsty young man that keeps getting ran out of countries. Countries. Not blocks. Not hoods. Not cities. This man has managed to get ran out of countries. How do you do that? Let's continue. Right? Yeah. So remember, Austin Holloman didn't really start blowing up very, very big. Shout out to my brother, Information Man Show. Until I really started on YouTube, at least. I started going to TikTok videos. He's a young brother. He's charismatic now. This is a little different than Kevin. You know what I'm saying? So you start seeing me shout out Austin Holloman very quick, very quick, very quick. So I'm like, all right. Here go a young guy, passport bros. So, you know, we ain't got nobody else that's really, let's say, that, I mean, because the other guys, let's say, like the lead attorney. Why didn't the lead attorney work out? Let's, let's, tell us why the lead attorney didn't work out. Lead attorney came into the building. The Mm -hmm. lead attorney is more, um, his audience is now more versatile. He, he, he has a black audience, but the lead attorney, you know what I'm saying, he didn't been on different shows and stuff. So the, the lead attorney didn't really work on a stick in black YouTube like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, he, he didn't have black issues, but the lead attorney audience is more broad. So then MTR was big, but MTR, I don't think, wanted some, the sort of like popularity that Kevin had in those issues. So that wasn't going to be a good feel. You know what I'm saying? So then, uh-huh. Austin Holloman. I'm like, all right, let me go ahead on. Get the young brother Austin Holloman. Uh-huh. So Austin Holloman start blowing up. Then you know what I mean. Austin had um, some, you know, a little bit of issues or whatever like that. No, those are not little bitty issues or little bit of issues. These are serious issues. Now, for if what I'm hearing about pe- certain people, <laughs> certain certain government agencies want to talk to him, those are not little bitty issues. But let's see who who was the third <laughs> running. Who was O'Shea's third choice as a leader for a bunch of men on in an online space? Who who who'd you pick? Who'd you pick, O'Shea? But it was still somebody that you know motherfuckers could fuck with and relate to. You know what I mean? So I was always trying to get somebody the next person. So me trying to get somebody the next person because y'all know every year I bring in somebody that didn't nobody really know. Like every year I bring in somebody nobody knows. That's how it works, but let's continue. Y'all should not be surprised at this how this process works. Motherfuckers don't want to give me no credit, nigga on my mama, right? Twenty every year I get these niggas somebody or yeah. help develop somebody or help somebody that's new. Like one motherfucker only have three hundred, four hundred subscribers, and then you know, you, you you fuck with me and then you know what I'm saying, I'm not saying that um I did everything, but I help them, right? Now nah, you did. Now, you you did that, brother. It's it's most people on your status will not reach back. So we got to give O'Shea. I say eighty some percent of people came through your channel, and you didn't. You know what I mean? And and helped, and you know, then you know, lend the helping hand. So that's a fact, brother. So we got so effing what? So effing what? And 
Come on, we're going on 10 years, y'all. Damn near 10 years. We're going on 10 years. And they're still talking about who 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 came through who through, the, through these spaces. It's going on 10 years. Let me see. I won the Rumble 2017, 2018. So what is this? Six years. Okay. We're going on like we're going on like seven, eight years now. Okay, we get it. You we get it. If it wasn't for you, none of us would be here. We get it. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Gotta give you, you gotta give you your flowers for that. For sure. Right. Never asked for no money or never, whatever, all type of shit. So, you know. But anyway, so then at the same time, and I'm gonna be real, this is this this, this, this on Del Paso Heights. So now, um now somebody said Jap. Now Jap came in the game with us, so and there was no way I was gonna be able to say, okay, let's just push Jap because Jap was in the he was in the in, in the beginning there with us. So, you know, and I think at the time Minister Jack, you know what I'm saying? He he do his shit in real life and all type of shit. You know, I don't think that Minister Jack really wanted to be all on YouTube like that. You know what I'm saying? So Jack, you know, he be he be making moves and shit. So you know, sometimes he don't be fucking with the YouTube like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember that. So, right. So you know, Jack will spend a month or whatever, and then he'll he'll be doing his own thing and all of that. Um. So now, so let me kind of go 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 forward. At the same time that Kevin is dying, you're seeing the meteoric rise of almost like three people. So number one, you got Fresh and Fit. Okay. Now here we go. Here we go. These were the challengers to Kevin's throne. This is why everybody went ape shit behind the scenes to make sure Kevin stayed at his position or his position was if there was a threat. Everybody worked so hard behind the scenes to knock off any competition. I, I've been saying it. Kevin was scared of Kevin was deathly afraid of competition because the moves he took and made said so. And you had a bunch of people helping him behind the scenes. Kevin was deathly afraid of legit competition. But let's let O'Shea tell it. They already blowing it up that Fresh and Fit is doing some shit that ain't nobody did. Because Fresh and Fit is now in the industry now and they got the red pill and they got the infrastructure set up, right? So now they continue like a motherfucker. Then when Kevin died, boom, Andrew Tate get way bigger. Yep. There I say even more viral than him because of the marketing tool he was using. Then can you go with Jeff Curlyville? Okay. So now, let's talk about that, right? Jeff Curley thing was trying to get into the black sector for a while. Okay, now he's going to explain, he's going to walk it down for y'all how Pearly came to where she came. Oh, my God. We all, I mean, how do you not see it? But, okay, let, let's let him tell it. Like, nigga, for, for a minute, right? So she had hit me up in 2021. I even see the emails. I'll share it with you. I ain't going to share it with you. You know what I'm saying? So she came in like, yo, she's trying to do, like, reaction videos. Anything with the black shit, she's trying to really be on so she went to Fresh and Fit up back to Miami. Now, here's what she did. Now, y'all need to put on the business and say, I gave her the same platform jump. That's why you stupid nigga and you live with your mama. Let me tell you what happened, dumb nigga. Because you niggas is real dumb, nigga. Like, I won't talk about this shit on my on my channel, but most of you niggas that's talking like that, so IQ is at least 60 or below, nigga. Because can't nobody put you on to no 500,000 subscribers. You a motherfucking lie, all right? But the system in, in place, the people around her could put her on to 500,000. Because when I first... Discover or heard about her, she was already at half a mil. Okay, so when she says, "Oh, Donovan Sharp," when I, came, I went to Donovan, I was like, "Like I was at fifteen, twenty thousand, blah blah blah." Literally, out of nowhere, this chick came up, in in the algorithm at already half a million strong, legit. And he confirm and he'll and O'Shea will confirm it because we discovered her basically at the same time. But let's continue. Let me exactly tell you exactly what she did. She went to Fresh and Fit. She was debating and getting the back on Myron on Fresh and Fit. Then she tagged Fresh and Fit on a response to video, all right? Mm -hmm. So she started getting some traction. 
Now, here's what she did. She's also smart. This motherfucker got on TikTok because she never was really talking about herself, right? Mm-hmm. She got on TikTok, had like TikTok accounts, and that's when, you know what I'm saying, on TikTok, like if you even look at these dudes called, um, what's these, what's these the dudes in London? They got a podcast, man. Um, shit, I forgot these dudes, but. Okay, so Sexy Red said they could have propped up. Wait, 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 wait. They could have propped up Angry Man but chose Pearl instead. Yeah, you don't remember. Or you weren't here when Angry Man and O'Shea had a very, very public fallout that we all saw literally in real time. So, no. Let's go. They have like 600,000 subscribers. They have like almost like 10,000 Patreons. They blew up on TikTok. So, right now, getting on TikTok at the time can really push you on YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, now... channel mixing board now for those that of us that worked in the business that's light work we're used to 64 um 72 track you know ssl mackie boards you know what i'm saying um that ain't nothing to us a, a mixing board like what is that <laughs> you know like the, the automated mackie boards when you set the levels and you you turn off the lights and come back the next day you push a button and all your and it's automated and all your levels are set the way you had it the night before that ain't nothing new them boards aren't cheap. You know, an SSL board is not cheap. But let's, let's, let's continue. Hold on. I think we So, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So, she got a, like, a big Zoom, and it's like a 16. So, you can put 16 mics there, right? 16 mics. On a, like, when I do my podcast, I got a Rodecaster Pro. So, you feel what I'm saying? That's like four outlets. But the, and the same thing with Fresh and Fit. We call them channels, y'all. Channels. That's what we call them. We call them channels. That's it. All right, each slot has its own set of buttons to play with the levels of the sounds coming in. This is nothing to us that, that, that have been around these boards since 2000. Okay, let's continue. They got a 16-channel Zoom, and then they got a motherfucking sound engineer who can work the shit. So think about the shirt she got. She got the shirt MB7. Each one of those is like $250, right? At least, the minimum. Plus, and it's probably more expensive because it's in the UK. So... You paying like twenty percent more on the UK. This is all fat, right? So then you have the Black Magic Mini Switcher. You got four cameras in there, at least five cameras, and then you have somebody operating the eighteen Mini Switcher. So when let's say if you talking, boom, then it come back to me, and you have a memory card in there that captures all the footage, right? So here's what I'm saying: if you combine that with the administration of marketing, um, like on TikTok and YouTube Shorts, because that's when Shorts is going up. So you on TikTok going up, going viral, and you on YouTube Shorts. Well, Shorts is really, really popular. Okay, but get to the point of her team that's around her, O'Shea, because that's the most important part. The financing, the capital is one thing. The average podcaster can't afford a fucking SSL board, okay? So he's going to kind of spill all her tea as far as the finances involved in her little mini empire. Right? So by the time we find out about Jeff Curley thing, it come across my desk. 500,000 subscribers when I make my first video. The first video about her was called is what? It's Jeff Curley King and that's when i discovered her too so we both discovered her well let him tell it i first got one of her when she was at half a mil she's at five hundred thousand. when the woman uh the woman king came on you know what i'm saying so yeah so these motherfucking niggas um come on 
wrong, you agree. Here's the situation, right? And this war is going to get ugly. A lot of niggas in the manosphere wanted just curly things. Yeah, they did. They did. That had that dated black men. And you know why niggas love white girls who date black men. So there you go, right? Yep. So if you call them, what are they going to say about me? Right? If I call her out, what else? This is his reason for not calling out just pearly when when things look sketchy. This is his reasoning. Really, not a lot of evidence. What are they gonna say about me? They're gonna say you hating. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly, Red. On the West Coast, nigga, they gonna say you jealous, you hating on her. I done been through this too many times, right? Yeah. So okay, at first, at first, I didn't have no real evidence of her hating on nothing like that, right? So why this white girl in the space? Let me take you back another time, Red. When these girls pink book lessons. Um, 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 who else you see right now? Who's it? The Muslim girl. What's her name? Damn, I can't, uh, I forget her name. Uh, uh, Crimson? Crimson, Crimson Cure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Who yeah. else? Um, hey, wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't mention Little Eddie, the ass wiper. Nobody wants to prop him up for anything. We want to prop him up as the, the epitome of son husbandry. Okay, we, we will prop Little Eddie up as the hus as the epitome of son husbandry. He is the, the standard of son husbands. Okay, let's go. Uh, Melody King, what do they say here, right? O'Shea, you letting these women in the space. All right? So now, as a YouTuber, if you come on there and start hating, all the man of is going to say, you're jealous. You hating on this white girl. So now, let me just say this. I done been through this shit so many times on YouTube. I said, man, look, man, I'm over here in Africa. Shit, nigga, I'm with the ghost. Nigga, I'm not even worried about it. That's who y'all want, whatever. So I don't have nothing to really criticize on at the time. Now, Jason Black, if he's going to criticize her, I just really don't know what he's talking about. I know he was coming at her for whatever reason. But I'm like, look, she run the business good. I mean, if they want her, I'm not hating on her, right? Which is the truth, because I didn't have nothing to hate on. She didn't do that. But the thing about it is, a lot of these black men in the black male sphere, what you find out is, as soon as you criticize somebody, especially the white, you're going to start getting hella subscribers and hella niggas emailing you. Ah, oh, that's why I don't fuck with you no more. All type of funny shit, man. So I was now, here's the, here's the problem I have with, he doesn't make the, 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 the distinction between uh, the content creators of the space versus those that are subbed to the content creators. He lumps them all in together saying, this is all y'all fault. This is y'all wanted this. No, if you're a sub, you you only go off of what you're given. Okay. No one ran looking for pearly and say, Hey, why don't you guys talk about this chick here? That's not how it works. That's not what happened. So he likes to lump everybody together and say, that's, this is what y'all wanted. That's what, this is what I have a problem with. Let's continue. Like, you know what? I ain't really got no proof. Of, you know what I'm saying? What the lady's saying. Now, I did see she had some uh, women on there that was, you know, like criticizing black women. Like they was having arguments. Or somebody would come on and talk about black women, but she would never say nothing. She would just kind of just sit there and not say nothing. So, okay. Now, I'm like, all right, good. Well, I got my own little shit going on. I got my kid on the channel. You feel me? And I'm in Africa, and my motherfuckers don't notice. When you live in Africa, you live on the. Or, you feel me, L.A. or Sacramento, nigga, you got 24 motherfucking hours a day to go to the gym and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for a nigga like me, you, you go out there and come out of traffic, nigga, you might not get nothing power going out, all the shit. You know, I got my Pan-African dating show, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here, like, I got my Kim Ganda show, nigga, I'm not worried about what these niggas are talking about on, on everything, because I got shit to do every, I work every motherfucking day of the month. So, I put the video out there, or whatever. Niggas took that as you endorse her. How can you endorse a motherfucker who knows the business so cold? This motherfucker's already home. She already got the equipment. And then she's, she did the right thing by going to Black London because London didn't have no podcast. It's a okay, now pay attention to how he's, he spills all her money, money secrets to a certain extent. That's place to go, nigga. Everybody knew Black London was next. Yeah. So she goes to London. This motherfucker got an apartment on the 22nd floor, and she's smart. 
Because how many motherfuckers will even fly you out in America? Nigga, she got niggas coming to see her in London on the podcast. Britney Renner coming out there. You feel what I'm saying? Motherfucking mediocre as far as a review coming out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, now uh, NCR, he didn't notice. He's my boy. You feel me? Yeah. So this he got money reinvesting into this shit. And we all know that niggas on motherfucking black YouTube not going to invest in shit. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so with these dumbass niggas in the comments go say you endorse the motherfucker. Me and nigga, how can you endorse somebody who know the, this motherfucker given, given, I'll have YouTubers meet her, right? Motherfuckers will call me like, yo, man, Purdy thinks, man, the game, she got it cold. Like, she knows shit. I don't know, and I'm pretty good at this motherfucker. Like, okay, so who did she learn the game from? So, you mean to tell me, O'Shea, just Pearly knew more about this than you? I mean, it sounds nice, but let's, for real, y'all? Because she, y'all run the same business model. Y'all both ran to other countries, hired the workers in those countries, and basically created a an industry or a pipeline, right? Or a service industry. Y'all, you're both doing the same thing. So for him to say, well, she, yeah, she knew... I, She's extremely smart. She knew more stuff than I did. I, I highly doubt that, but okay. Okay. Real talk. I get 100 million views a year. This motherfucker done got 540 million views in a year. Okay. So I ain't never collaborated with her, or, right? So now, by the time this bullshit happened and I get on the shit, here's some motherfuckers who don't know talking about you put her on. How can you put somebody on who can already afford a Listen, she built this team from the ground up. He's referring to Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro's former manager. And then pay attention also. When we say put somebody on, it means two, one of two things. Actually give somebody a chance or you validate them. Right? When you say, Leo, I, I put them on, you basically gave them a shot or you validate them. Okay? So once again, she's already at half a mil tough. All she needed was validation. She didn't need anybody to put her on. And y'all did exactly that. Y'all validated her. I was telling you, what's this motherfucking racist motherfucker I was talking about? You talking about uh, the, um, the Nick Fuentes, the, the Jared dude? Or the Richard Spencer? Gotta, gotta, okay, the insider just wrote an article about her. Oh, okay, okay. He had her manager used to be a former colleague of Ben Shapiro at the Daily Wire. So what these niggas don't know is you dealing with a motherfucker that are, you can't put nobody on who already got this sort of infrastructure. They have people to go out and recruit talent to come onto the podcast, bro. We're talking about a full system. And I'm running a system very similar. I got nine editors. So my system is different than hers because I run a production studio. But now this is what I'm saying. Like these niggas got, she got great management. She got great editing, great staff, all of this other stuff. She got all this and she's in London. Now motherfuckers from London, Niggas in the USA, we don't listen to somebody from London. In fact, niggas from the States, we like hearing the London accent. If we don't want to, we want to be real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't put nobody on like that. If you want to talk about Kevin Samuels 2017, yeah, you can say that. If you want to say something like, if you want to say it, you can. Even though I introduced Kevin Samuels, but you know Kevin Samuels, he did something different nobody ever did in the game. If you want to talk about these other dudes, but for her, she knows this business, even in some aspects, even better than me. Uh, okay. That's debatable, but I'm not here for that. Once again, there's no way this this lily white young woman at 26 years old had acquired enough business acumen on her own to manage all this, to fund all this, to create all this. Once again, we this is how it works when we watch these these mofos on TV, film. You turn on the news; it's the same process. 
this is no different. I don't understand why O'Shea is like, okay, bro. Yeah, she got a team. The top level people. So you want to say, I put her on. Listen, bro, nobody can stop her from coming into this space because of the system that she runs. Yeah, and she came from money. It's not like she came to YouTube. Okay, now, what y'all could have done was collectively agreed to not feature her, talk about her, have her on your platform. Y'all could have collectively turned your backs. It's still the internet. Don't get me wrong. You can't stop the search bar. But as a group, as a collective, y'all could have turned y'all backs on this chick and would have put a dent, a huge dent in her in her growth. Y'all could have delayed it. Not stopped it, but delayed it. And it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been as bad as it is now. But let's continue. Looking for money. She already had money when she came here. City make a great point. Um, who was the guy from uh the Black Brain Trust? Remember Lil Eddie spilled the spilled the tea of how they were collectively trying to block um the Black Brain Trust. They blocked their growth and kind of stifled them out. Same thing here. Yeah, they work real hard together, real good when it comes to stifling another black man's growth all day long. You better not stifle this white woman's growth. Remember, little Eddie was like, if I could stop all y'all channels, I would. If I could stop all y'all channels from growing out, if I could snap my fingers and y'all make y'all channels disappear, I would. This is little Eddie saying this. Now, little Eddie, you know, you know, <laughs> he's a nut hugger for BGS. BGS, whoever BGS don't like, they all, you know, collectively like, okay, it's agreed. We don't, if BGS don't like him, we don't like him. None of these men have a backbone to stand on. Let's go. Understand how it works. Now that's what niggas don't understand. You put somebody on. Eighty. I'm on a social player right now, my nigga. Eighty-eight million views in the last thirty days. Oh yeah. Million. Damn, she killing it. Yeah. And, and that's why. And and say that's why a lot of niggas are cooning. They looking at those numbers and they figure like, oh, she can put me in this position. The hell with that black power shit. That's how a lot of them niggas feel, man. Hold on. And then here's the whole thing too, right? She actually pulls up, even though she got a million subscribers. How many people with a million subscribers will come to Upbeat and channel, bro? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a great point. <laughs> but that's not a good thing, though. There's no way she should be lurking in pe and and no and nobody's platforms. There's no way Pearly should know who Obsidian is. There's no way. If I have a million subscribers, I'm not checking for anybody under half a mil for what. And if I'm looking, there's a reason behind it. Okay. There's no rhyme or reason why any why anybody with a million subs should be on somebody's channel with with twenty thousand subs. Get out of here. You're not dealing with a motherfucker who's stupid, bro. Like, and she's she's very intelligent in the business. Like, you know this white boy Nick Wente she brought on, right? Yeah. Now listen, man. Nick Wente is not that smart. So Nick Wente is not an intelligent man at all. Listen to him talk. He he's stupid. So she knows off top. You know what I'm saying? If he come on there, she's gonna say something stupid. You know what I mean? 
Okay, so this is where he tried to give Pearly a way out, saying, "Okay, she she brings him on because she knows he's gonna say something stupid." Like, uh, okay, so this is how he kind of like gives her a way out, like she didn't, like it's not her fault, all all the way. This, this is see, let's listen to how he how he frames it because this is weird. This is the weird part. Because we were right here. I'm telling you something. I never told nobody else, my nigga. I've never revealed this information. This. I love how O'Shea says, I never told anybody this, but comes online on somebody else's platform to, to reveal all the, the deep, dark secrets. I've never told anybody this, but I'm going to tell all y'all. Information that you get, I have never told nobody. I tried to give these dudes somebody else. Me personally. I tried to give these dudes somebody else. Then he says, I tried to give them the keys. Is this the part where he says, try to get them the keys? I've always given the keys to somebody else in the mail if I try to. I tried to always give somebody the keys to the manosphere. I hope y'all listening, paying attention to see how this thing really works. Let's continue. I tried to. I never tried to keep it from me. That's why Kevin Simmons made that video about me. Call what? Witness the genius of O'Shea Duke Jackson. Yep. I'm the only nigga he made the video about. Yeah, I remember that video, yep. So, and so, ain't nobody who then came through here that I ain't never, you know what I'm saying, uh, tried to pull up or whatever. I tried to get these niggas somebody different. Even on my motherfucking... And that's a fact. Even me, and this is why I got to say, we got to even, you know, a lot of brothers owe, you know, Brother O'Shea apology, you know, because when you think about it. And we apologize for what, Red? Apologize for what, Red? What do we owe O'Shea an apology for? For what, Red? What? For what? Fuck out of here. All right, let's get to clip number three. Let's get to clip number three. Now, this is where it gets a little juicy. This is the Kevin, how Kevin blatantly... Oh, yeah, he did Allen Rodgers Curry so bad. And for them to laugh it off, this is the most disrespectful part of the clip. How they, how it just goes to show that black men do not value other black men. But let's continue. Let's get into it. Oh, man. And, and vice versa. He always called me. And he was so, he was so masculine when it came to that, man. Like, he was so, like, man, you know, he was woochie woo and all type of shit. Even when... Gorgeous Dre, I'm gonna tell y'all something like I'm gonna put this. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so, so Super Slide Channel on timeout again. Oh uh, no, I'm just I'm you know what I'm I'm going to do. I'll do my lives on my backup. And if there's something I need to chop up off the lives, I'll post it on the main channel. So I know I've been I've been neglecting the main, but I'm trying to get it back good with YouTube, so I'm just waiting to hear back from them. Um but so I'll do my lives here and then chop stuff up and then upload it onto the main channel. So yeah, so that's what I'm doing out here. First, this is going to be for my nigga, Brad Supreme, because we from the West Coast, I'm going to give nobody else's information because y'all not from the West, but I'm going to do it for my brother, right? 
there was a situation with Gorgeous Drake. You know, Gorgeous. Okay, here we go with some with some politics between sinful Gorgeous Drake and Kevin Samuels, and then we're gonna get into how they how how blatantly disrespectful Kevin was to Alan, Alan Roger Curry. Rest in peace. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah, I know Gorgeous Drake. So Gorgeous Drake is a very famous, um, you know, ex you know what I'm saying, from, from the West Coast, Seattle, L.A. He was operating in the markets, right? Yeah. And um, Gorgeous is an awesome speaker, man. He got a lot of charisma. Man, I- Gorgeous, I'm not calling this nigga Gorgeous. Dre is the guy that finessed the city of uh, somewhere up north. They finessed a couple hundred grand out of them as a liaison to gang members between the city and gang members. He finessed the bad guy out the city for, for that. I'm not mad at the grift, but that's what he that's what he's right now currently known for doing. Let's go. I mean, like, I ain't too, them niggas as pimps, man. You know, they just, something about them, they can do almost them or anything when it comes to public speaking. You know what I'm saying? Them motherfuckers was like E40 because they can sell water to wells and shit. Yeah, anyway, yeah. growing up, right? And then you've seen all these videos coming from Gorgeous Drake. I ain't never told this story, but I'm going to tell it right now because it's a lot of shit. They- Once again, I ain't never told nobody all our dirty laundry behind the scenes, but I'm going to tell it now to all y'all. Oh, okay, bro. Niggas don't know that had them behind the scenes, right? Andre Taylor. So Andre Taylor was really coming at Kevin, man. You know, he wasn't really calling them like, no, no, he's a gorgeous great. You know, he don't really call no names or nothing like that. But, you know, he dealing with Kevin in a way that's like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it comes across to the manosphere niggas like, man, this, this, man, you know, we need to say something back to this guy. You feel me? I remember that. I remember he was going in. I remember that. Yeah, he was going in. And here's the thing, right? Kevin, Kevin liked gorgeous Drake. And, um... So like, I had talked about that, man, you know, this nigga Gorgeous Drake is like, because you're Kevin, man, he likes it. He likes Simple to Pee a whole lot, and it's crazy because Simple to Pee and Kevin died in the same year. Now y'all pay attention now. Here we go. Like, so, you know, nigga, I still can't believe I was in Kenya when I heard Simple to Pee pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he likes Free, because I got a show of me, Free, and Simple. And Kevin on the same street. Yeah, you know I, I, I remember that. I think Simple reposted it before he passed. Posted it right so now here's the thing. So Kevin liked Simple to Pete a lot, right? And they and, and, and so, um, and Kevin liked Gorgeous Drake. So Kevin was like, Man, man, you know, what's, what's going on with this? Kevin knew who was talking about it. Oh man, what's kind of going on with uh, with the Gorgeous Drake guy? Because Jason Black, dude, he didn't really take Jason Black, you know. And I heard that you know, Kevin took a lot of Jason Black ideas. I wouldn't, I'm just gonna be real, okay. Here we go. Here comes the disrespect. I mean, the utter disrespect. Let's continue. You know, and Kevin did that to, to a few niggas. You're going to be real. You know what I mean? It did happen. So, for, for sure. Because I remember one night in there called me, he was like, look. Because <laughs> him and Alan Rogers got a tour. He's like, I'm about to use the phrase possibility of sex tonight. You know, watch this when they get mad, right? <laughs> Now listen to them laugh. <laughs> How's that funny? How's that funny, y'all? So before I get back to this nonsense, let me take these uh, address these super chats. Thank you for the super chat, uh, Kamen. Thank you for the two hundred super chats. Why does he care if he is Pan African? Very good question. Very very good question, Erica. Thank you for the twenty on the super chat. O'Shea invited me to black YouTube and the rumbles. He gave me some of his editing team that I'm using. It's systems, running team members and workers. Oh, 
Uh, Vlad TV, Jumper Podcast, Joe Budden, and uh, and W Conservers do it better. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, so you're gonna have a hard time convincing me Just Pearl knew as much, if not more, than O'Shea. And if that's the case, that's because her team around her. I mean, you know, but okay. So let me run it back. The disrespect. The disrespect. So you so the approval point, Kevin blatantly took this man's, you know, basically the name of his book and mentioned the name of the book without giving without mentioning the name of the author. So disrespectful. And you got red, goofy ass sitting here laughing. You know, like it's funny. Okay, let's continue. Like what? Because <laughs> Alan Rodgers got a choice. He's like, I'm about to use the phrase possibility of sex tonight. You know, watch this nigga get mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> How's this funny? How's this funny? When you, when you when you create your own IP, you create something that's that's totally original. You know, un, 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 unseen before. You know what I'm saying? For someone to just take it blatantly, just to use it, that's that's not funny. But okay, let's continue. Like, ain't no ass to say this shit. So he, you know what I mean? But anyway, so I call Simple Man. I said, bruh. He's like, I already know what you called me about. I said, Simple Man. You know, you know, I'm getting at niggas right now, man. But 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 Gorgeous Drake is your partner, so. He like, man, look, O'Shea, you know, you know, you're my brother, man, but uh, I'd appreciate it, you know, like I said, you don't say nothing about Gorgeous, you know, Gorgeous Dre, but he, but Simple didn't like how Gorgeous Dre was handling, right? Yeah. But now, if Simple came out and bashed Gorgeous Dre behind that type of shit, what's the pimp community going to say? Right, right. That's a good point. That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? So now... Now you didn't got it where you know, and then now Freeze and Simple is real close like brothers now. So you gonna make Freeze choose the side because Freeze fuck with Gorgeous Drake. You see how that all start happening and all type of shit. Y'all see how crazy political this stuff is? This is just YouTube. This is just YouTube. This is all they have. This is all they have. This was their last stop, y'all. Everybody you see before you, for the most part, this is their last stop to be great at anything. You understand? This is their last shot to be considered great at anything. And the lengths that they, they will go that, that they have gone to secure that. Yeah. So I said, man, I mean, I love my brother, man, but I just don't like, but I can't say, I'm not, I'm not going to speak on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now here, here, Okay, I couldn't stomach anymore. I was over it at that point. So, there you have it. Hopefully, you guys learned something tonight. I wasn't going to stay on mad long. Um, My God, Jason Black, filleted. I mean, filleted. Oh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> so hey, somebody call the Jason Black and tell him about the black coach. <laughs> Cause he's not aware of what Pearlie did to the black coach. That that's how I know for sure he's not aware. He just all Jason Black knows is what took place with Nick Fuentes. Jason Black has no idea what took place between her and the former coach. I know he doesn't know. 
But um, y'all, this is you know Solo TV eighty four tried to tell people it was it was bad. You know, Myron spoke a little bit behind the scenes. Jap spoke a little bit behind the scenes. Donovan spoke a little. Do y'all see how just mad political and mad messy it 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 is behind the politics of Black YouTube, the the manosphere. This is why a lot of us, I I rather play politics in real life outside. I'm not gonna do this on YouTube. I refuse. I refuse. What well, I was gonna call, but I'm scared. Yo, you know what? You you gonna call? You better be serious. <laughs> He's still cooking them. Yo, best best content uh on on the internet is uh is Black YouTube, mainly the, the Manosphere. The best content hands down. You know what? Let's do this. I saw Angry Man was had a title, and I I'm hoping he's not doing what I think he's doing. I'm hoping he's trolling, right? Please tell me he he doesn't mean what he he's saying about him defending. I'm hoping the title is clickbait. I'm I'm really hoping the title is clickbait. Right? Please tell me Angry Man is clickbaiting. Ah, oh, shoot. Okay, please. Ah, uh, God damn it. Um, let me see more. No, no. More, more, more. At, at, at. Did you add him? Did you even add him? Didn't even add him. Didn't even add him. Let's see what Jason Black talking about still. Okay, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> ah, wait, wait, wait. Let me find. Come on, let me get to his channel. No, come on. Where's the channel? Ah, I got it. Where is the Angry Man channel? How come I can't find it? Is this it? No, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. What channel? You know what? Let me look on my YouTube, on my on my phone real quick. Let me go look and see what it's under. What is it? 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 Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Bro, just go to the top. I'll probably just do that. Is it called? Is it the Angry Man? I think it's the Angry Man. It has to be. It has to be. Let's try the. I think that's it. That should have done. Nope. 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 Uh, let's go to videos. Nope. 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 
not toxic. Nah, come on, man. Because I've seen the title. I'm just trying to find it. And I know it's not Toxic Avengers. That's the other channel that he's running. See, there's we go. The Angry Man. Hold up. Yeah, there it is. The Angry Man. It's all Anton stuff. What the hell? Yo, how is... Okay. Y'all... Pay attention to this. Pay it. Someone relay. Thank you, sexy red. Pay attention. So you type in the angry man looking for his channel, but guess what pops up? It's Anton stuff. It's Anton stuff. Shout out to Walt Diddy. The indexing is real. So if I'm looking solely for angry man's YouTube channel, I'll, all I get is Ant, him on Anton's channel. All right, so this was just Pearly shouldn't have apologized and ninjas who are proud of doing county time. Okay, let's see. I'm going to try to find his, where he's talking about it because I want to hear his position. I want to hear his position. Okay, let's see what he got to say. Lord have mercy. Did we not just, did we not? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't learn your lesson, huh? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't learn your lesson, huh? Y'all didn't learn your lesson. Okay, come on. Y'all didn't learn your lesson. He said, sounds like accountability. Okay. That sounds like accountability. Okay. Okay. Okay, what's the theory? Oh, oh. Angry Man is one of the biggest bullies in that space. Come on, bro. That's like, that's like Beanie Siegel, right? And I'm saying Beanie Siegel for a reason. What happened after the years of Beanie torturing people oh shit wait a minute oh you know what y'all didn't screen share my bad my bad I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry hold up hold up so let me get back to this okay see because he calls himself a bully wait wait well he says a bully so wait 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 was pearly's apology now the first question that i would like to ask of everyone watching is 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 this and it's very simple that sounded like accountability to me Okay, we all heard the apology when she dropped a couple days ago. That, okay, if that, if, all right. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, correct me, but that sounds like accountability to me. Dead wrong, but okay. And see, now... What's going to happen is we're going to see if to see, I have a theory. I have a theory about this, right? Okay. And you guys know me being a Sigma. I don't like bullies. 
Now, Angry Man says he doesn't. Everybody knows Angry Man is one of the biggest bullies. That that's what hurt him for so long. Okay, that bully status because he he would he would bogart people's panels and stuff. He come on, man. Everybody, we all we ain't no one's stupid here. He's one of the biggest bullies, and that's what kept him stagnant for a very very long time. Nobody wanted to work with him. Because of that. And I mentioned Beanie Siegel for a reason. Beanie Siegel used to torture and torment people for decades. For decades. And guess what happened? As soon as Beanie got older, a little slower, a little weaker, they came, they came after him. Beat the nigga up. Shot the dude. Beanie has one lung. That's why he talked the way he talked. His breath, he, ain't got no, he has no lung capacity. He has one lung. Them people ain't forget all those years him tormenting people. Beat him up, shot him, lost a lung. Ain't nobody scared of Beanie Siegel anymore. Now, how's that work? Exactly. Nobody's scared of Beanie Siegel anymore. Beanie, Beanie ain't moving like he used to back then. <laughs> nah. 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 People don't forget how you treat them or how you make them feel. All right? Now. I I, I want to hear more of Angry Man's reason as to why Pearlie didn't have to, shouldn't have apologized. But brother, she already did. She already did. So this really, your a breakdown or assessment is not even necessary. She didn't already she didn't already apologize. If you call it an apology, right? Let's go. And I don't like people who bully people just for the sake of doing it, right? And I have a theory. I have a theory that you niggas are not mad at her because of what she said. You niggas are mad at her because she's white. Wait. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, for real? For real? See, that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to stand on anything they say. I think the issue is what she said about slavery being embellished, right? And then the fact that my problem isn't even necessarily with Pearl. My problem is with the knee-jerk reaction that niggas have to jump out the general the public, right? The knee-jerk reaction that they had to jump in front of all them arrows from a person who is not of them, you feel me, who doesn't represent them, but niggas felt somehow compelled to jump out here and defend her when you know if any other bitch would have said this shit, if it's, and I'm going to say it, in particular, a black bitch, if she would have said this shit, bruh, niggas would have, niggas, go, go, niggas would have been on some other shit. Niggas would have. I can't, I can't, y'all, I tried, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> Wait, remember I said today, it's like, why are you attacking that white woman? Yeah, wait. Uh, wait, run it, re refresh my memory, uh, Red, because it's been a long day for me. I'm sorry. It's been a very, very long day for me. I still say that the women should have came up to voice their opinions. Because the issue, the issue was bigger than just black men and black women. She offended black people. And I'm going to keep saying that. It was black people. They got offended by what she said. It wasn't just men or just women. It was people that got offended by what she said. So that meant 
everybody should have came together as a collective and said, hey, what you said was not cool. Now, I was not prepared for the for the defense force to come out the way they did. <laughs> Mr. G, thank you for the 500 Super Chat. Of course, he's defending this. He has no job outside of YouTube. It's all about the bag. Remember him pushing election denying BS. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, I'm going to stand on it. This was a the majority of people that had an issue with Pearl will never get their chance to address her. That was their chance. Even though it was a controlled environment, she was insulated, she was protected, but that was your two, three, two to three, five minutes to say, hey, what you said wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 don't, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. You know? Ray J, thank you for the tune in Super Chat. Go to Tampa Supreme's channel. Oh, shucks. Okay. I'm scared to ask what he, what he, what he done say. What what he say? Tampa Supreme YouTube. Okay. What am I looking for? What am I looking for? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me guess. The angry man bow down and kiss the ring. Is this what I'm looking for? <laughs> Wait, is this what I'm looking for? I'm looking for this. The angry man bow down and kiss the ring. <laughs> She runs the black manosphere. She got one of the so-called founder father that's supposed to be about the mission to help black men. A black man is supposed to have a father probably things. Nigga, a oh, I want to hear from He's been her. So we're gonna get into some of this coonery and I'm gonna give you one of my thoughts. What parts of slavery were embellished? Her. She wasn't talking about slavery. She wasn't talking about slavery. She was talking about the movie Roots. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Come on, AM. Please, oh, brother, you tell me you didn't do this. Um, no, she wasn't. She was using the movie Roots as a reference to say um slavery was embellished. That's what she was doing. So she was using it as a reference because the white supremacist, he said some parts of the Holocaust was embellished. Then just probably said, oh, just like the movie Roots. So she using the movie Roots, the series Roots, as a reference to say what happened in slavery um, didn't really happen. That's what she was doing. He embellished certain parts. He, he embellished certain historical facts about slavery in that in that series. Oh, she said, she said, just like the slavery thing. And then she brought up Roots. So first she brought up slavery. Okay. And then she compares okay, bro, check this out. Check this out. Check this we out. All know. Hold on, hold on. Stop for a second. Stop for a second. I'm yeah, that brother right. That's what she did. She brought slavery first, then she compared it to roots. And and to be honest with you, the series. Yeah, if I, if I heard it correctly, she was using roots as a as a uh, as a compliment to Nick's point about them people's um horrors being minimized so that was her example say yeah this here is another example of embellishment yeah that's how i took it so i don't know what angry oh man his roots that's what i'm explaining it to you again because you ain't listening you trying to find something to be mad about so i'm explaining it to you one more time okay the man who created the movie roots okay which is where most of y'all's knowledge about slavery actually comes from um, no, that's Cal. Most millennials haven't even seen um, the series Roots. Yeah, what? Yeah, no. When was the last time? I, she, she, the last time I seen, I watched Roots, 
I don't know, might have been 10 years ago, and it was this, the extended series that I didn't know that existed because they own a shipping liner. You know, and that's one question I had, wish I had, had a chance to ask Pearly was like, who told you about Roots? Like, who put that in your head? You know, because no black folk don't talk about Roots. Like, we, we all understand it was, a, it was a work of fiction and it was plagiarized. So we don't talk about Roots. So, so that's worse. Way worse. Wait, wait, wait. Make what? slavery look way worse. I heard that. He said he want to make slavery look way worse. I mean, to be honest with you, the rules didn't do a good job at that. If, if no, you case, know what? I, I think the most um, realistic depiction of it is Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uncle Tom's Cabin is probably the most disturbing documentary I have ever seen. Um, oh, my God. If you can find it on YouTube, pull it. But Uncle Tom's Cabin, not the book, the actual documentary where they reenacted that plantation, that's some of the most disturbing imagery I've ever seen in my life. If you can find it on YouTube, pull it. Download it if you can. Um, yeah, Angry Man lost me on this one, bro. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Erica again with the five. Thank you, hun. Uh, let's see what you say. What you say? Uh, she said uh, she picked Roots because most Manosphere is 40 to 50 years old. Her team knows those demographics and reference it. But she used it in poor context. That's a very poor, poor example. Yeah, I don't, she got me on that one. Is it good? Is it was it goodbye, Uncle Tom? Okay, there you go. Yeah, all right, my bad. Yeah, goodbye, Uncle Tom. Disturbing, disturbing. Because when I first watched it, I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was real or fake. Like, because the the kids are naked. You you had the white man come through the the through the barracks, and everybody's naked and dancing for him. Boys and girls, I was just like, "Oh no, what is this?" And you know, they're putting the oil on them. And you had the one ringmaster, the ringleader. He's dancing. He's looking really suspect. I'm like, "What is this?" I'm watching. Oh no, Lord, Lord, it was. I couldn't. I have yet to finish that whole thing. I remember is opening scene. There's a helicopter that flies in. Like I guess they took it. Like went back in time or whatever, or found a plantation and they flew a helicopter in to, to document. The plantation life, and that was some of the most disturbing stuff, because you had little children nude in oil dancing for white men to pick and choose, and you had the R. Kelly type guy in a top hat, if I remember correctly, in a vest, a vest and a top hat, and he's dancing with them. I was like, oh, this is disturbing. Oh, no, 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 yeah, goodbye, Uncle Tom, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what it was called, okay, yeah, disturbing, disturbing, okay, I'm over this, uh, I'm over this. Hey, listen, everybody gonna jockey for position. Like I, like I said, they would. Everybody's jockeying for position to be in her good graces. Because if I understand correctly, he wants 
he's supposed to be interviewing her as well on, on his platform. I mean, get some get some out of it if you can. You know, get some out of it why you can, if you can. So, um, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't let my kid watch that movie. I wouldn't. Like, hey, the horrors of slavery. Watch this. I wouldn't. Me personally, I couldn't let her. <laughs> I wouldn't let my child watch that movie, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the, uh, yeah, it was disturbing how much creative, creative freedom and license they were allowed to get away with, and still somehow be shown. I appreciate that, Red. Thank you. Um, highly, highly disturbing. Highly, highly disturbing. But if you can find it on YouTube, pull it if you can. So, um, with that being said, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Black. They're mad because. He pointed out what she said, and um, yo, everybody's gonna be fine. No one's no one's channels are gonna suffer. I don't think uh, O'Shea will be fine. Obsidian will be fine. Let's let's be honest. It is YouTube. It's not like the real world where you're gonna act, uh, you know really like cut into somebody's bottom line or you know ho- have a boycott or something, a protest in front of their business. Everybody's gonna be fine. Um, of course, people are gonna look at them crazy. But everybody will be just fine. Pearly will hit $2 million by the summertime. She, you know what I'm She's going to be twerking on these Negroes and whatever. I, I hope she do the hard Euro, Euro step pivot, but she probably won't because the black, the black uh, slumming bag is just too good to, to, to walk away from. Um, let's thank O'Shea for, for telling us, confirming pretty much everything I already knew behind the scenes of how catty and egotistical uh, these men are behind the scenes when it comes to black YouTube and market share. Shout out to Ramil because he kept mentioning market share. So hopefully you guys learned something uh, today, tonight. Um, <laughs> I'll leave it up. Take from it what you will. And uh, with that being said, truth tell it, my man. As a, as a, we, as we get up out of here, shout out to future. <coughs> Sensational.